0: back to normal and I believe everybody else is too. I'd like to go and sit down in a nice restaurant somewhere and order the biggest T-bone steak that they had. Oh, how I miss eating out and I know some of the rest of you do too. But things, this too shall pass. But as we go through this as the Lord, He knows everything that's going on. He sees everything, sees everybody's heart. The Bible says that the Word, talking about the Word, talking about Jesus, knows the very thoughts and intents of the heart. He knows what we face each day, know what we're going through. Uh, we, He knows those of us, uh, that's affecting our job, our, our, our welfare. How everything's going in our life. And those of you that's listening, uh, really all over the world today, uh, I think about how it's affecting everybody. But God knows that. He knows what you're going through right now. And he, he gave me a message this morning taken from a scripture in the book of Isaiah, the 32nd chapter and the 17th verse. Isaiah 32, verse 17. I, uh, as the Lord, uh, gave me that scripture this morning, I, I hadn't turned to my Bible to, to look it up. And I said, uh, that, I don't believe I've preached from there before. And I, I like to mark on the pages of my Bible. And I said, I'll have a whole page there that I, that I can mark up by preaching from this, and uh, I turned over there and I preached from there before. After uh, 36 years, it's kind of hard to find a place you hadn't preached from. But I, I preached from this scripture one time on uh, righteousness. But today the Lord has a, me- a message entitled Assurance. Assurance. In the 17th verse, it says, And the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. Isn't it wonderful to have assurance? I looked up in uh, Webster's uh, definition of assurance, and it, it says the state of being assured are being certain in the mind. In other words, assurance. Knowing that it's a certainty. Knowing that everything's going to be all right. And we're living in a time right now that people are so, is so chaotic until, uh, they've been in the world so long and tied up into the world until a lot of them have panicked. And we, we, we look at that, and as Christians, we know that God's gonna take care of us one way or the other. Uh, I don't like having to adjust to the things that's going on now. I don't like to, uh, go to a Walmart and see everybody having to wear a mask. Uh, I don't like to go to a grocery store and see them standing behind a a plastic shield wearing rubber gloves, and I know they don't enjoy it either. But it's a time that we're going through that we have to adjust to, but it doesn't make any difference what it is, whether it's the coronavirus or, or whatever it is. If you're a Christian, you can be assured of one thing, blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. I'm an heir of salvation, the songwriter wrote. Oh, my goodness. Uh, As as you think about that, and you know of a certainty, you know you have assurance in God that He's always taking care of you. He's not going to drop you through this. He's going to help us get through it. And whenever we get to it, we'll look back and we'll say, how in the world did God do that and work that so that we could have what we have and do what we did? But we'll look back and God is always there. He's in control and He knows where His people are at. And I was thinking about different ones in the Bible that I might use for for an example today of of those that really had assurance and I thought about the first one that came to my mind was a man by the name of Caleb in the book of Joshua, the 14th chapter. And I want you to think about Caleb for just a minute. What he went through uh, as the Lord sent a man, Moses son of man to spy out the land. There was 12 of them. And Joshua and Caleb were the only two that came back with a good report. The rest of them said we're as but grasshoppers. But Joshua and Caleb came back and said they're just bread for us. Ah, they were ready to go because God said it was their land. But the rest came back and the people... The Bible says that their hearts melted. Uh They began to fear. And the Bible tells us that that uh He didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power and a love and a sound mind. And if you fear going through this, you need to get into God's Word and read God's Word and see what God's Word really says about it. Because it's not a time to fear. It's a time to rejoice. It's a time for our faith to grow stronger. And as I... I preach this morning. I look at all these pictures out here, and I think of all the different families that go to church, and how this is affecting the different families in the church. But I realize that through it all, that our God's going to take care of us. When we get through, it's going to be all right. And I think about Caleb. He 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 and Joshua were the only ones, as I said, that had a favorable report. But you know, he he watched all those that's his age for 40 years wandering around in the desert until they all died. He and Joshua were the only two of that age group that made it through. And the things that he saw, he knew what God had told him. He was assured that God was going to do it. And he held on to that. Now, we can read God's Word and we can find what God's Word tells us. And we can hold on to that through these trying times and we can have assurance. But if you don't know God's Word, if you don't read God's Word, you don't have the assurance. The Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You've got to get into the Word of God. The enemy, he'll come in and he'll try his job is to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Go enemy He'll come in at you and he'll try to depress you. He'll try to get you to worry about everything. But every time that he does that, if you'll just pull up the Scripture out of the God's Word and begin to think on that Scripture, the first thing you know, that worry is gone. God's Word puts him to flight. He can't stand it whenever you begin to read God's Word. And Caleb, he waited for a long time here. Matter of fact, he waited for 45 years. Well, let's read it here. In the 14th chapter, in the 6th verse, it says, Then the children of Judah came into into Joshua in Gilgal, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizite, said unto him, Thou knowest the thing that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God concerning me, and thee in Kadesh Barnea. He said, The thing that the Lord said. That's the important thing, is what God said. Man can say a lot of things and not give you any assurance at all. But when God says something, that's the way it is. He said in the seventh verse, he said, 40 years old, in other words, it's dividing up the land at this time. And he said, at 40 years old was I when Moses, a servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to Asphi out the land. And I brought him word again as it was in mine heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me, made the heart of the people to melt. But I wholly followed the Lord my God. And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance, and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, The Lord hath kept me alive, as he said, these forty and five years, even since the Lord spake this word unto Moses, while the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. In other words, he's eighty-five years old now. He says, as I am as yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me, as my strength was then, even so is my strength now for war both to go out and to come in. He said, Now therefore, give me this mountain. He remembered what God had told him. He remembered that it was going to be God's Word that he held on to, that he had assurance in, and he waited 45 years. I had a lady remind me yesterday, I believe it was, about prophecy that had come to me 36 years ago. And everywhere that we went, uh, she and her husband and... Gail and I would go to revivals every time they had a door open and I felt like a a a sore thumb every time whenever I went to these places. I was young in the Lord and as I'd go, I'd get called out every time and a prophecy given to me. Well, it's gone on now for 36 years And every time that they would see me, they would say, you will one day preach to thousands. And ever since those prophecies, I've preached to small congregations. And now I'm getting old. Well, I'm not getting old. I I have arrived. And if you don't believe it, just keep living. You'll get there. But I I think about how that after a while, you still remember those prophecies. And then you get to thinking about, well, I'm getting old. And this lady made a statement yesterday. She said, you know that your prophecy, the prophecies given to you are coming to pass now. And I thought about that just a little bit. I have a grandson that is in, uh, Singapore. And, uh, he's, he's put this on, put, got it fixed up on podcast. I'm having to learn all kinds of stuff. But anyway, he's got this fixed up on podcast where everybody can listen at it and he can get a, a, a uh, a link back to, I'm probably not saying this right, but anyway, it shows where all this has gone and who's listened to it. And I was amazed that people all over the world listening to this country preacher out here in the piney woods of north central Louisiana doing something that I never have done before and thousands of people are listening to it today. It just amazes me what God can do. Uh, Caleb, he knew what God could do. He had assurance. For 45 years, he held on to that assurance. I've held on for 36 years knowing that one day that God was going to work it out. Uh, they said that I wouldn't live, but God proved them wrong. I'm still alive. And I know I'll remain alive until God's prophecy is fulfilled because what God says will always come to pass. And he told... Yeah. Caleb here, he told him, he said, look, he said, the land that you have, your foot has trodden on is going to be yours and for your heirs right on down the line. And it came to pass. As they were dividing out the land, we read it here, and it was time for his group to come up And Caleb came up, and he brought this to their remembrance. And he told him, he said, now I'm 85 years old, but God's kept me just as strong as I was when I was 40 years old and went in to spy out the land. He said, now then, give me this mountain. You see, he had assurance. He never gave up. He never stopped. He never quit. And that's the attitude. That's where we need to be at today. It's what the Lord said. That's right. What the Lord said. He said the Lord in there, he said the Lord spake this word. Spake this word. When God says something, you can take it to the bank. That's the way it is. It's not going to change. God's not going to get up the next day and say, look, I changed my mind on this. But if God told you something, that's the way that it's going to be. It, if it's in God's word... You can count on it. That's the way it's going to be. Everything else now is wishy-washy. Hey, You can go and they'll raise the price on this, drop the price on this. You don't ever know what's going to take place right now today. I, I hear we're fixing to have a meat shortage now. That's all right. God's going to get me by. I might have to turn into a vegetarian for a little while, but I'll still come out the other side. God's going to take care of me. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, they had a, a paper towel shortage when all this started. I never ran out of paper towels. Uh, they had a, a toilet paper shortage, never ran out. Hey, God has a way. God always makes a way for his people, but if God says something in His word, this is assurance. Amen. this is assurance you can take it to the bank that's exactly the way that it's going to be Amen. I thought about I thought about this and I thought about john uh, one saint John one and one. listen to this. He says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Uh, that The word there, the Greek is logos, which means Christ. In other words, in the beginning was the Word of Christ, and the Word of Christ was with God, and the Word of Christ was God. The same in the beginning was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Now listen to this. In Him was life. In Him was life. What does John 10.10 say? Jesus said, I came that you might have life, and that you might have it not just abundantly, but more abundantly. He said, in Him was life, and the life listen to this, was the light of men. That means women too. Was the light of men. In other words, in Jesus, you're able to see. You're able to see. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. What's happening today? The light today shining in darkness. But the darkness is comprehending it not. We have people today that that are in such a mess they gotta go to a therapist through all this. They don't have any assurance. They would have assurance if they get in the word of God. He said the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. All you gotta do. Is get into the Word, faith coming by hearing and hearing by the Word. The more of the Word you get, the more of the faith you get, the more of the assurance that you have. It shined in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. My gracious. Think about that. Think about how many people today are in darkness. They don't have assurance today. They're going through this thing about the panic. They don't know what's going to happen and what's going to take place. I want you to know today that I, I look at the. Well, I'm a businessman. I look at the businesses in America today, and the businesses are in bad shape. They're 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 getting the uh, money sent out to try to keep the businesses open, but small businesses in bad shape today. There's thousands and thousands of them that's going out of business right now because of all this. But I want you to know that uh things is bad in the business sector. It's bad right now. But I want you to know one thing, come what may, God's going to take care of me. Why is he gonna take care of me? Because I have assurance in him. He's always, he's never let me down. He's never failed me. He's always kept me through it. And he's not gonna run off and say somewhere, Ronnie Taylor, I don't know him. He's got my name written down. He knows the time that I've served him, that I've preached for him. He knows the time that the souls has been saved. Hey, he knows the times and the things that we done. And God hadn't forgot about that. He's got them all written down over here. And as he looks down today, my assurance is in him that whenever it comes to the place to where it's something I need, God's going to make the way for it one way or the other. Right. Amen. I get to thinking, if you just get into the Word, if you just every now and then pick up the Word, turn over to Deuteronomy 28. I didn't give you any of this, Wendy, but that's all right. You don't have to go to it. And just do you good to turn over and read that chapter. And as you read that, he talks about all the blessings. All we have to do, is meditate on His word. Do what He tells us to do. Drive. He says, "He said I'll bless you when you go out. Amen. I'll bless you when you come back in." He says, "There are blessings that just come up on you and and overtake you." Yes. My my my, I love it. I've said it all the time, uh, I love it. Whenever I'm just not even thinking about a blessing, and all every, all of a sudden, bouts. Here comes a blessing my way. I say, Thank you, Jesus. You see, he knows right where we're at. And my assurance is in him. But he said, He said, I'll bless you uh, in the storehouse. I'll bless you in the field. He he goes on down, he said, I'll make you the head, not the tail. Yes. Oh, the head, not the tail. He said, I'll make you the lender, not the bar. I'd a whole, I'd whole lot rather be the lender than the bar, ain't you? Amen. Hey, all we got to do is read God's Word. He tells us these things. Another thing, if you think about it, pick up your Bible and turn over to Romans eight twenty-eight. We know that all things work together for our good. All things. So just because something didn't go your way that day, it doesn't mean God has forgot about you. No, if your assurance is in him, He's going to take care of you Whatever happens that day Whatever comes that way That your way that day He didn't promise us He had put us in a balloon And nothing would ever affect us Nothing would ever touch us Oh my goodness If if I had my way I wouldn't want to go through this time With this coronavirus And all this going on I'd rather have this church house full Like we usually do right now And people shouting Throwing the babies there Saying praise the Lord Hallelujah Thank you Jesus I'd rather have that going on Uh, But I'm telling you what, we had to change and do different things, and I believe God's gonna use this for good. He, we could just stop and mope around and say, well, it's just a bad time, or we can go ahead and it's bad time, and we can buy some cameras and go to film and this, and the first thing you know, thousands of people have heard the word, and I give God the praise for it this morning, that He's healed. All things will work together for our good. He also tells us very plainly in the in the thirty first verse of the same chapter, he said, If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. My goodness. If God be for us, who can be against us? Let me tell you what, when God's on your side, you got assurance. You got assurance, because ain't nobody bigger than God. God's the one that created it all. He's the one that's gonna roll it all up one day. No, he, it's coming. It's headed that way very quickly. He also says in the uh, 31st verse, he said, you know, if if he's far, who can be against us? Boy, I can't get away from that. If God is for you, you know, the whole world could turn against you. Right. But if God is for you, God is greater than the whole world. He's the one who created it all. My goodness, if God is for you, who can be against you? Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I, I think about... Well, I'm going to turn over there. The, the 38th verse, is, I believe is the one I was thinking about. Yeah, and where Paul said, for I am persuaded. <laughs> You know what Paul was? The word persuaded there in in the Greek is, is pytho, which means convinced. He's persuaded. He had assurance. He knew God. He met God one day on the road. He had a meeting with Jesus. And that day on that road when he met with Jesus... Oh, he knew that there was a change in his life. And then, as he went over there, on over there, and he got his sight back, was filled with the Holy Ghost. You can read it in the book of Acts. Oh, how God used him mightily. He was persuaded, but he was convinced. You know, I I think about. Of the Scripture, you can turn to the Word of God. One that comes to mind: I've never seen a righteous forsaken, or his seed begging for bread. You may be listening to this today, and you may be out of a job. But I want you to know one thing: if you belong to Jesus, you have assurance today that you're not going to go hungry that you're going to make it because his word says greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Greater. Whatever Jesus that lives on the inside, he's greater than all of this virus. He's greater than all the loss of jobs. He says he has all the silver and the gold belongs to him. And I want you to know that he can can do with it whatever he wants to do. But God is going to take care of his people. He's going to take care of you. Today, I encourage you, get into the word of Almighty God. Get the assurance. And know as you get up tomorrow, no matter what you face, you're still a child of the king and you're going to make it. Have your assurance in him. Have your assurance in the one that has made it for us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let us pray this morning. Our Father, Lord Jesus, how we give you praise and glory and honor. And Lord, as I pray today, Lord, I'm so thankful that we serve a miracle working God. And Lord, if there's one And the sound of my voice is listening to this message today. Lord, if there's one in need in any way, Lord, my prayer is to reach down and make the way for them right now. Lord, I give you praise and glory that you're protecting our people. We ask all this in the name above every other name, the name of Jesus. And all of God's people said amen and amen.